0: a little bit of a guided uh, meditation talking about how we can use different lenses to open to our experience, whether a um, more focused narrow lens to explore subtleties in a, a more uh, in a narrower field or opening up to a more panoramic uh, way of taking in experience. And Today I want to um, offer another way uh, to use all of these instructions uh, having to do with staying with a particular object as a home base, an anchor, or uh, letting whatever is here uh, presenting itself be the next object of mindfulness without um, returning to an anchor, what's sometimes called a choiceless awareness. And again, as I was trying to say yesterday, there's no one right way to do it at different times one or another approach will be more supportive of just where you're at. Mm-hmm. So the meditation process becomes uh, more of an intuitive sense of what will help you most meet the moment with that interested or relaxed and kind awareness. <clears throat> So first we'll uh, review a bit of the instructions and, and then shift from one mode to another. Just arriving here, feeling your body, feeling a connection with the earth. <coughs> Having a, a sense of, of both upright dignity, self-respect, and also an open receptivity, a softness, an ease in the mind and the body. You might find a few deeper breaths help you to just relax and be more at ease. You might find that half smile or even a bigger smile helps you to uh, just create some spaciousness and lightness in the mind and the heart. And then as you've probably been doing for this first few moments, uh, connect with your home base, your anchor, whatever it is, whether it's the breath or the posture sitting here. and Just be with that, allowing for other things to be in the background. And as I've put out the instructions uh, up until now, including other parts of experience, whether sensations or sounds or images, knowing that seeing is happening, or emotions or the thought process itself, when something calls you away, from the breath then being with that and when it's no longer strong coming back to the breath is a a kind of reconnection with the moment and that's one way to do the practice so for the next few moments uh, just trying that being with the breath if somebody if something else calls you recognizing that And then returning to the breath, or your anchor, whatever it is. You might find, at times, that you're quite settled and connected and the mindfulness is strong enough at that time that you don't need to rely on a home base to return to, but rather simply being with whatever arises in the moment and letting go of that centering device. And as I say, this is more spoken of as a choiceless awareness. In that you're not choosing to be with something. Or you're not choosing to come back to the breath. But just being here in a very alert and connected, interested way, with a relaxed awareness that's just allowing the moment to reveal itself in whatever sense door appears. And so you might notice sensations in the body. One to another to another. And as you're noticing that, perhaps a sound calls you, and you notice the hearing experience. And then perhaps awareness of thought, of thinking and then perhaps the breath all by themselves appearing and inviting your attention and so for the next few moments experiment with that letting go of the home base and just allowing the moment to appear and be received with an interested, relaxed awareness. No controlling or efforting, simply allowing this moment to be experienced. Now as you're doing this, the question might come to you, well what if there's more than one thing happening? What if there's a few different objects calling my attention? How do I do that? And again, you don't have to get into what's the right way. Just open to whatever is calling you and sometimes there might be one particular object and sometimes there might be more than one as an analogy uh, imagine going to hear a symphony orchestra and as you are enjoying the symphony your attention at times might be drawn to the first violin or the string section or maybe other times the brass section or the percussion and then at other times you can settle back and feel the whole orchestra, the whole symphony and in the same way at times you'll notice one particular aspect of your experience which is most predominant or at other times there might be a few things happening at the same time and being with the whole symphony as it presents itself one way is just as good as another the idea is to be connected and interested in a balanced relaxed way you don't have to make the moment happen it's happening already just receive it with connection and interest in whatever way is supportive for you (coughs) and know that at any time you can come back to your home base whether the breath or your body sitting here or whatever you use as a support so it's not that you're committing to doing it one way Oh, now I'm doing choiceless awareness and I can't go back to the the other. No, be more intuitive. And if it seems like it will be helpful to come back and just reestablish awareness on that primary object or even be interested and drawn to explore in that more narrow focus and refined way, that's fine too many possibilities, all you need to do is notice what's happening now, let it be as it is unless some adjustment is needed, and open to this moment with that kind and interested relaxed awareness, one moment at a time. any questions about the instructions or using different lenses or perspectives <clears throat> anything that might be up yeah. Yeah. I felt enormous restlessness mm-hmm. I felt like I have to hit myself and
1: jump or do something everywhere in my body I was so I have never felt this
0: Mm. Mm-hmm. And she felt enormous restlessness that she'd never felt before. And so what did you do?
1: I tried to dive into this
0: feeling. Mm-hmm. Tried to dive into this, the feeling? And then I, it little bit,
1: you know, felt not so, you know, smaller. But still it's here. <laughs>
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Maybe I need to go out and jump and <laughs> <laughs>
0: scream. <laughs> yeah, maybe you do. You need, to, you need to go out and jump and scream. Yeah, sometimes it gets really intense. Mm-hmm. And to just know, oh, and here's restlessness. There are things that you can do. Um, one is discharge the energy and go for a vigorous walk or jump and find some place away from here and scream or put a pillow over your mouth and scream. Um, um, A couple of other things, if you're sitting in the hall, uh, jumping and screaming is probably not the best uh, strategy, but um, using the breath, nice deep breaths. As a way for that energy to um, to have some space to move, nice deep, deep breaths. And as you're doing that, you might envision your whole field expanding, so there's a lot of room for that energy to be held, and just uh, share it with that field, and share it with the earth, and just send any excess energy that. Uh, that doesn't serve you, um, share it with the earth. You might use the self-compassion practice and just bring some comfort and hold all of that intense feeling and just feeling right through your hand that wise place that that can hold it. You might notice Or do some uh, loving-kindness practice. Oh, may I be safe. May I be calm. May I hold this with kindness and compassion. Um, You might open your eyes and just look around. Instead of having it that smaller field, just getting resourced, as it's sometimes spoken of. Just looking around. and taking a break and um, and opening things up or opening up to sounds. So there's different ways. If you can just be with the restlessness, as the Buddha says in Satipatthana Sutta, one knows the restless mind is the restless mind. And if you can notice it Without adding on, oh, my God, I'm going to die of restlessness. <laughs> that's a little extra. Right? <laughs> Just Oh, restless. Wow. Really restless. Oh, unpleasant. And here you are. You live through it. That's, that's very empowering to know you can be with this. It's come, it comes, it's here for a while and then it leaves. so um, glad to know you're still alive and, and, <laughs> and, and, and doing it okay and just mm-hmm. take care of yourself as needed and part of that is really listening to yourself and, and asking what do I need right now and if it's done in the service of being more balanced and connected uh, and without struggling, Trust that, experiment and try. I know what it's like to just feel like you're going to just jump out of your skin or explode. Mm. I know it well, and I feel for you, and now you know it well, and know that you can be with that too. Good luck. Anything else? Yes,
1: only. I noticed an uh, aversion uh, while I was doing this. Like the, I tried to have my uh, my attention to move freely to when to, to to wherever, but I noticed there was this aversion. Like I was. Um, not so free to uh taking all these ex- experiences that, that i was uh, that i was ob- obser- observing
0: there was aversion to taking it all in or it was it was hard to take it all in is that is that what it, you're saying
1: yeah i think i i think it was more like uh it, it was harder to take in a changing uh, experiences.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: there's aversion to that, and I know this, like, oh, this is this this experience is too much. It's it's just constantly, it's constantly changing, and then I I I, I focus. <laughs> there, yeah, yeah. like. It was, Better to focus on things that are more constant, like it's something I can control.
0: Yeah. So uh, that's where I say you just see what supports you. It's not like you've got to do it this way. You know, it's good so you experiment and see. And if it feels just much more supportive to be with the breath or to use the. uh, come back to a, a, a primary object that's fine. I just want to give you a a chance to explore the different ways, and so you see what's right for you. And the next time, the next period, you might find, oh this is this is cool, this is just what what feels right to do. Uh, Just one little additional thing, Uh, and we didn't talk about this formally, but um, probably many of you are familiar, there are what are called five hindrances that are part of the meditation field attachment or wanting, aversion, sleepiness or dullness, restlessness, and doubt. Those are the the five main challenges that most everybody encounters in their sitting. And the Buddha spoke of them. They're a list in that fourth foundation of mindfulness. And when there's something like aversion that comes up without you having a choice, you know, well, no, I don't think this one works, let me go with this one. Suppose there's something happening that you don't have much control over and there's aversion, say, uh, uh, a sensation in your body, and besides the pain, there's aversion to it. Include aversion as a subject of your mindfulness. Oh, how do I experience aversion? That might be in a whole different area than a particular discomfort. Oh, there's a tightening in my throat, or a a, a clenching in my belly and get to know aversion with a kind awareness because when you don't it's coloring, it's filtering your experience and you're looking through that aversion not realizing that it's coloring what's here and so to notice oh and here's aversion and make friends with aversion which might be there as well in the restlessness. There's restlessness and then there's aversion. Oh, I really don't like this. Oh, let's feel aversion. So, since you brought it up, just to know that you can include that reaction, as I said in the talk the other night. Or if there is wanting, oh, here's wanting. It's just the wanting mind. Or if there's doubt, instead of, oh gosh, Will this ever work? I don't know if I'm a good meditator. Oh, it's just doubt. Or sometimes I might say, oh, it's just doubting Buddha. You know? Or it's just sleepy Buddha right now. You know? Oh, it's just melting down Buddha. <laughs> it's just what's arising now. So notice if you're adding a filter on top of experience. But in your case, you just turn to what's more supportive. You don't have to do it any one way. Okay. Huh? How, how would you translate aversion yeah. in Finnish? Well, there's no one perfect translation. You talk about aversion a lot, but uh, some good words might be hulkiminen, vastustaminen, poistuentaminen about the, uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. That. <laughs> 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 um, so, as we said uh, yesterday, uh, make sure that you don't get too serious and grim, you know that word grim, Uh, you get no extra credit for grimness. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, uh, uh. And as Jane uh, so beautifully spoke about gratitude uh, yesterday, you can uh, take this as an appreciation practice, Oh, just appreciating whatever is here in this moment, if it's a pleasant moment don't miss it and if it's an unpleasant moment oh how can i grow what do i need to take care of myself but appreciating that this is a moment that life is offering you to become more conscious and awake Um, you know when we took refuge in the dharma at the beginning of the retreat one way to to think of that is seeing oh the dharma or life is giving me just what i need to grow and and wake up uh, whether it's pleasant or unpleasant and tonight i'm going to talk about joy so just kind of plant that little seed in there Okay.